Hi everyone and welcome to the Abolish Abortion Missouri podcast where we believe children are a heritage from the Lord. We are working toward the immediate and total abolition of abortion in Missouri. I'm your host Brandon as always and this is episode 13. We're back again with Wes Scroggins as president of AAMO and we're talking once again uh, about politics. It's the, everybody's favorite thing to talk about. Wes, how you doing? Just fine. How are you? I, I'm all right. I'm doing all right. Yeah. I, uh, you know, after the um, elections this, uh, whatever, last Tuesday, it, mm-hmm. it one of the, the main insights that I walked away with was not a happy one. It was, it was that, uh, unfortunately, it seems like Missouri is just really divided. You know, you look yeah. at the way that, that the amendments <clears throat> shook out. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we had a couple where it's like 53, 54, you know, percent to 40, yes. 47, 46 percent. That's not a great, not a great way to, to move legislation forward, you know, with bare, barely passing majorities. And, and so it was right. kind of disheartening in, in that regard, um, e- even if there were some things that, that passed that um, I, I thought were, were good things, you know, Um uh, the only one that that I think just about everybody agreed on was that we don't need a constitutional convention. <laughs> it's like, well, right. it's not all that helpful. Yeah, um, yeah. And I- ev- everything else, it really did seem like there was a lot of division. So my question sure. to you, you know, we we uh, we did our episode week week ago, week and a half ago on um, mm-hmm. kind of the 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 place where everything was prior to the election who who we as aamo were were supporting and asking others to support and uh, what was at stake with this election with respect to the abolitionist uh, movement so what i wanted to do is just basically come right back and ask you uh, where how did that all shake out did are, are we in a good place or are we not did things are things looking up or things uh uh, going to be more mm-hmm. difficult than we thought they were. What kind of things, what kind of insights do you have based on what you've seen and what you've been able to figure out? Well, I, I think, uh, you know, the, the good news is, is that I, I don't think any, anything is going to be any more difficult because of or due to, you know, the election results of, of last week. Um, you know, in Missouri, uh, politically, uh, you know, at least in terms of the makeup of the legislature, uh, it appears to me about everything stayed the same. Um, you know, the Republicans picked up a few seats uh, in, in certain districts. Democrats picked up a few, but it was just a, a few. All right. That districts had actually flipped. And so, um, you know, the, the, the thing is, in, in terms of the of the legislative landscape, is that, you know, the Republicans still. Uh, maintain the supermajority in both chambers of, of the of the General Assembly, both the House and the Senate. Uh, and, you know, it's been that way for a long, long time now. Um, again, it, it hasn't helped our cause, you know, to have that supermajority. Uh, but but you would think it would. Um, but but again, you know, that the, the, the legislative landscape 
um, pretty much has stayed the same, meaning that it's, uh, you know, uh, heavily Republican, right? Um, I, I think, uh, you know, given the numbers, I mean, here are the numbers that I have, Brandon, real quick, just kind of in general, in terms of the landscape, and we can talk a, a little bit more about uh, specific individuals, but in the House of, of Representatives, right, Missouri, the Missouri House, there are 160, 163 seats. Um, right now, all those are, are going to be filled as of the next legislative session. There won't be any vacancies um, as far as what I know. 111 out of the 163 are held by Republicans. That's a 68% um, majority. Uh, pretty good. In the Senate, there are 34 uh, seats, districts in the Senate, seats in the Senate, Republicans hold 24 of the 34 um, wow. seats, which is 70% of the seats in, in the Senate. And so um, they've got the supermajority, which is two thirds. Uh, they've got that in, in, in both, in both houses. And so, um, you know, um, uh, Republicans have, have again, a large majority, and you would think that that would, uh, that that would be to uh, to our benefit, but apparently, you know, it, in the past, it 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 hasn't helped a whole lot, uh, and I think that that's something that that needs to be addressed, right? In um, here in the coming legislative session, so so that's kind of how the the legislative landscape looks right now. Um, and again, I don't think that that's really much different than um, than what it's been in the past. All right, I think that's pretty much pretty similar to what the the legislatures looked like you know in the last uh, in the last session or two would you like to know who the leadership is going to be in those in those De chambers yeah definitely anything that we can update people on with with respect okay. to that and and uh i also of course want to ask you you know how did the candidates that we were uh supporting how did they end up doing as well yep and let's get to that okay Let, let's kind of funnel down to that um in terms of the House, the, the Missouri House, the House Speaker is going to be uh, Dean Plocker, all right? And uh, he is from uh, House District 89, which is St. Louis County. And so, um, you know, some of the, the abolitionists in the St. Louis area that are going to be in his district um, basically, I mean, we, we need to, you, we need you all to get engaged, right? And we need to start ringing his phone when the, the, the session starts, um, assuming that we have a house bill and I'll kind of update you on that as well here in a little bit. But I mean, these are, these are our leadership positions whose phones we will need abolitionists ringing, um, you know, come, come January. And so Dean Plocker, um, is going to be the speaker of the house and, um, he's, um, house district 89, which again is in St. Louis County. The house majority floor leader, uh, is going to be John Patterson and John Patterson is, uh, his house district is house district 30. And that is over in the, um, I, it's it's the Lee Summit, so it's the Kansas City kind of okay. metropolitan area, the Lee Summit area. Uh, he's going to be the majority floor leader, and that is important because um, my understanding is, at least in the House, the um, 
the majority floor leader is the one that makes a lot of the decisions about which bills go forward, you know, which bills get heard, get a discussion, get to committee. Uh, that House majority floor leader is, it's, it's a powerful position and um, they make a lot of those decisions. And so, so these are two men right here that if we have a House bill, we um, will definitely need to be, uh, you know, be, uh, be contacting them. On the Senate side, and this really, as far as the pro tem, really isn't a surprise to me at all. But in the Missouri Senate, the president pro tem, meaning the leader of the Senate, will be Caleb Rowden. And um, Rowden, he was the majority leader this past session. Uh, he is going to, to move to the pro tem. And uh, he is from Senate District 19. Senate District 19 is, um, is the... Um, well, it's Columbia. I can't remember now the, the counties right in there. What what uh, I can't remember the county um, that that Columbia is in. Um, but it's um, Columbia is is uh, is his district, and um, the majority floor leader will be Cindy O'Laughlin. Uh, Senator O'Laughlin will be the majority floor leader. Her Senate district is eighteen, which is. Um, northeastern Missouri. Uh, if you look at the map, it's her Senate district covers like four, maybe five counties that are in the, the northeastern part of the state. And so on the Senate side, when, 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 when we get the Senate uh, bill introduced, these two right here are the, the folks that really need to hear from abolitionists uh, because they will be the ones in the Senate that'll be making the decision uh, as to where the bill goes in terms of committee and, um, you know, um, you know, where, yeah, where it goes and how fast it moves. So, so did so we, these, um, the folks, did we, when we sent out, um, our, our, our questionnaires and stuff, we, we, we sent it out to all the, all the potential candidates that were, mm -hmm. um, going to be running potentially elected, did, right. do, do we know with with either the House or the Senate, if any of these people you just listed, um, did they do anything or respond in any way to what we had sent? Uh, have they engaged at all with uh, AAMO or is it is it going to be kind of uh, fresh, uh, fresh uh, fights for us to have to be able to speak to them about these things? They they did not respond. Um, there were not any of these four individuals that are going to be in these leadership positions none of them responded to our candidate survey. All right. Um, and I think that, uh, I, I think they were each, I, I know that, that both, uh, the state representatives were up for election. Um, now I'd have to go back and, and make sure that, that the two senators were up for election. Um, I think they were, um, but, but I know that, that the, uh, that Plocker and Patterson in the House were. So they should have got the candidate survey. Um, there, there were no responses. So, so yeah, so this will be kind of, um, you know, uh, when, once we get started, we will we'll, uh, be kind of breaking some ground with them. Um, we need to get a legislative survey out. I mean, that's kind of my next step in terms of, um, well, I don't guess I should say next step, but it is one of the upcoming uh, steps that, that we will be taking is turning that candidate survey into a legislative survey and then sending it to all of the, uh, 
you know, the Republican legislators and uh, trying to get their responses and get them on record. So, so that's going to be coming up very soon. That's another thing that we will hope to be able to, in some way, communicate to our people, so that so all of our listeners, so that you all can go and engage with these, uh, with these uh, lawmakers. Because at the end of the day, you know, the fact that that we sent out a, a questionnaire and and didn't get any real response from some of these people signifies, uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily signify anything malicious, but it at least signifies to us that there's. Uh, still a conversation to be started that hasn't yet been uh, started. And, and, and that's going to be very, very important that we take that first step very, very soon, because we're going to have, I mean, I don't want to jump ahead of you here, but we're going to have bills introduced very, very soon as well. So as quickly, as quickly as people can start engaging with these, with these names, I'll try to uh, get them put in the show notes. And if, if I can, I'll, I'll even try to get contact names, I mean, contact numbers for all these people uh, so that we can already begin ringing their, ringing their phones. Yes, definitely. And I mean, uh, filing begins here in just a couple of weeks in Missouri. Uh, Bills can be filed as early as the first day of December. And that is uh, what is today the 14th. So, I mean, we're talking just over two weeks, um, you know, bills can be filed. And so uh, uh, I know, you know, that that Senator Moon, um, who is going to be filing the abolition bill in the Senate, plans to do just that. He uh, we're, we're already working on it. We're already working on the draft of the bill, uh, the language, and, um, and he, he hopes to, to pre-file that thing on the first or the second day of December. And so that is coming right up. And, uh, and then the session, I believe, starts January 4. And so you think, I mean, you think about the actual session beginning, we're what, a month and a half six, seven weeks away, a month and a half away from uh, really from the session itself beginning. And yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's coming up. And so we're working on the house. I mean, I'm, I'm working, um, uh, Brandon, I'm, I'm, I'm working to, to find us someone who will introduce this bill into the house. All right. And, and I, I'm still very optimistic that that's going to happen. And so, um, you know, we know that that uh, that Rowden, uh, Senator O'Loughlin, you know, those are two names that we need to become familiar with. And uh, we need to get their contact information out um, in terms of, of the House leadership. Uh, we need to wait and see first, you know, that we've got a bill you know, introduced there. I'm still optimistic it's going to happen, but I haven't got someone, um, you know, anyone yet to actually commit to introducing that. So, um, so we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see. Um, but, but I'm still optimistic it's going to get done. Haven't given up hope yet. (laughs) Anyone you think is more, uh, inclined toward, uh, getting behind this? Well, I've, um, um, I've been in conversations with a few, you know, state reps, and um, I, yeah, I, I think that I think that I can I can mention a few names. Um, I'm hoping that um, you know maybe um, Representative uh, Brad Hudson of the 138th, that's the Stone County Stone County area. Um, now I think with the new legislative lines that are drawn, I think uh, his um, 
his district actually covers a good portion of Christian County, Southern Christian and Eastern Christian County uh, when the session opens up. And I'm, I'm hoping that maybe um, maybe he'll agree to do this. The other one is uh, is Representative Mitch Boggs. And Mitch Boggs is from the 157th district, which is Lawrence County, uh, Mount Vernon, Aurora, uh, here in southwest Missouri. And um, I'm, I'm still optimistic that that he might be willing to do it. So so we got a couple of folks there. I've got a few others. Um, you know, that, uh, that I've been talking to that I think it's possible, but right now I don't want to, uh, I don't want to go on record, you know, listing sure. their, their names at this point, but those are two that, that I think that I can, um, you know, that, that I could say, yeah, are considering it. All right. Um, so, so anyway, I, 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 I think it's optimistic and I'm still, uh, you know, um, just kind of looking forward to having it, the bill introduced into both chambers. So, so we still got a lot of work to do, but, but we're working hard on it and yeah, time is short and uh, you know, um, things are going to have to happen quickly here um, within the next uh, four or five weeks. Definitely. <clears throat> yeah. So what then, um, what are some people who we, that we can name names for. I mean, even just yeah. maybe from some of the people we talked about last time right. who, who we can already say, yeah, these people they're in, we can start ringing their phones. Uh, we can start talking to them about the, you know, keeping an eye out, you know, and, right. and folks, what we can do is you can say, look, we know you, you <clears throat> took this candidate survey and we know that you said that you would be willing in some way to support the cause of abolition and equal protection so uh, we'd like to keep, you know, keep you accountable, hold you accountable to that. And that's that's the goal behind all of this is just means for us to actually have, uh, uh, you know, visible metrics to hold people accountable. That's that's the goal so that it's not promises made, um, you know, in interpersonal conversation that, that nobody is privy to, uh, but that we can actually say to people, um, this is something you said you would do. We, we, mm -hmm. and we want to, we want to call you to then be consistent and, uh, and then, you know, God forbid, but warn you that if you're not consistent, that, that it will greatly jeopardize, uh, your support in the future. And, and that's definitely part of the goal with this is that they are our lawmakers and we must um, engage them with that perspective in mind. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and so we've got a, you know, a good number of folks, um, I, I think who, um, you know, uh, abolitionists can, can begin to call and, you know, again, going back kind of to the, the results of, of the election last week, um, you know, many, many of these folks that that responded to the candidate survey went on to win, you know, their races. Uh, they were already incumbents. And um, again, they won because, again, that that kind of that legislative landscape, as I see it, didn't change hardly at all. And so, you know, here are a few names in terms of the um, of the House um, of Representatives. Um who actually filled out and completed a, a candidate survey and returned it, there was Jeff Farnan, F-A-R-N-A-R-N-A-N, Farnan, all right? And he's from House District 1. And I think House District 1 is up in the northwestern uh, kind of part of the state. And um, he won, um, you know, the, the seat up there. And so if anybody is up in that area in House District 1, in Jeff Farnan's uh, House District, 
um, you know, he has indicated that he would definitely support a bill of abolition. And so, um, you know, begin ringing his phone and, um, um, you know, letting him know that you would like for him to support any bill that's introduced, abolition bill that's introduced into the House. Okay. Um, Michael Davis of the, uh, of the 56, the 56 House District. And the 56, it uh, is, um, it's over on the southern part of the Kansas City metropolitan area. Uh, I think, um, oh gosh, I'm not for sure what redistricting did to that, but I know that that it has included like Cass County, which is the Harrisonville area, uh, parts of Bates County, which is getting just south of there, like Butler, and uh, maybe even Southern Jackson County, which is the the Jackson County's Kansas City, right? Um, Southern Jackson County would be like Belton and you know uh, maybe Lee Summit and areas like that. But again, he indicated. Um, you know, that he would, would support, co-sponsor. And so uh, listeners that are in that area, uh, House District 56 with Michael Davis, he won that race. And uh, you can uh, can ask him to get on board. Uh, Brad Pollitt, all right? Uh, Brad Pollitt, and Pollitt is P-O-L-L-I-T-T. This is House District 52. Uh, House District 52 is in central Missouri. It's... Uh, it includes the city of Sedalia, all right? Okay. And so um, um, Representative Pollitt won his race and indicated that, um, you know, he would be willing to support, co-sponsor um, a bill of abolition. So anyone in the Sedalia area, House District 52, Brad Pollitt, your state rep, um, let them know that you would like for them to support him to support any bill that's introduced into the House regarding abortion abolition. Um, there are several other reps down here, kind of now this is getting into the, the, the southwestern part of the state. Um, we have uh, Bob Titus in the 139th, okay, which is the 139th House District is going to be Northern Christian County, um, at least part of it. Um, it includes the city of Nixa. All right. I, now, I don't believe it goes east uh, far enough to get to include the city of Ozark. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking uh, at the redistricting map right now. And no, it doesn't have Ozark or Fremont Hills, but it has Nixa, Clever, Billings. Those are yes, areas. you're right. Yeah. Nixa, Clever, Billings are all going to be in the 139th. And Brandon, let, let, can, can you see, is, is, does the 138th uh, go up and include things like Ozark now? Is that going to be Brad Hudson? Now let's see. One thirty-eight has uh, Highlandville, Sparta, but one forty actually divides yes. Sparta and Nixa, and that's where Ozark is. So it's okay. kind of weird. In, <laughs> in the one fortieth, yeah. So so the one thirty-eight is going to get the southern most half of of Christian County, which is the Highlandville Sparta um, area, and so. Um, um, Bob Titus, you know, anyone in Northern Christian County, the 139th, um, you know, he's actually going to be my rep and uh, had lunch with him just a couple of weeks ago. And um, he told me that he, 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 he would support this. Awesome. Uh, the one, the 138th, Brad Hudson, uh, who I mentioned a while ago, um, anyone, you know, in the 138th, which is going to be Southern Christian County and is going to be Stone, much of Stone County. Um, you know, the Galena, Crane uh, areas, um, I think Reed Spring, 
um, is all still 138. So any of the listeners in those areas, Brad Hudson, again, um, needs to be hearing from us if a House bill is introduced, um, because, um, again, he uh, he you know, has indicated he's definitely supportive of, of this. And then, obviously, uh, Mitch Boggs in the 157th, so people in Lawrence County, um, Aurora, Mount Vernon, you know, those uh, those cities uh, on back, uh, places like Sarcoxy, um, you know, um, those, those cities there, um, you know, uh, Representative Boggs, he needs to hear from you if we can get, you know, uh, uh, this thing uh, introduced into the House. And so, um, again, uh, seems to be supportive. One more, um, you know, state rep, again, who won um you know, re-election on Tuesday, that is Ann Kelly. And Ann Kelly is, um, she her district is the 127th, which is, um, it's, it's, it's like a Barton County. I think it's Lamar. Brandon, if you've got the map pulled up there, yeah, it's going to be- Barton County, Dade County, Dade. Um, North, mm-hmm. Northeast Jasper County. So yeah, this- Jasper, is- right. Yep, so just to the north of the Joplin area, um, yeah, Lamar, uh, Jasper over into Dade County, it may get, it may get towns like Lockwood, um, you know, uh, Greenfield maybe, depending on how far east it goes. Um, but, uh, you know, people in, in that area in the 127th, uh, I have uh, had some correspondence with your representative, Ann Kelly, and, um, she has, um, stated to me through, uh, things like email, that she is very, very interested in putting an end to um, abortion through the use of pills and chemicals in the state of Missouri. And so, um, again, if we can get a bill in the House, uh, I think we're going to have her support, and uh, she needs to hear from her constituents in the 127th. All right. So, so uh, Brandon, that's what I've got for the House. Um, in terms of the Senate, uh, of course, uh, you know, State Senator Mike Moon, uh, the 29th um, Senate District, which is now Lawrence County and uh, Christian County, and it still includes Stone, right? Um, Stone County. Um, or is it Barry? It's Barry, I believe. Um, have you got the map there, Brandon? <clears throat> yeah, I'm trying to pull it up here. Okay. I know it's uh, yeah, Lawrence, McDonald's, Barry, McDonald. I said McDonald's, McDonald, Barry, Lawrence, and, and Christian County all make up District uh, 29. Yeah. Okay. So um, Stone, Stone, and Taney were the counties that were in the pre were before redistricting. It was in so those counties have been removed. Um, so Branson, you're you're no longer, um, you know, in the 29th. You're now, I think, in the 33rd. And uh, your your new senator in Branson is um is Carla Esslinger um uh, who is is who your senator now will be it will no longer be senator moon um but obviously senator moon is is introducing the bill in the senate but um you know so so he needs to hear from his constituents all right he still needs to hear from you if you live in the 29th that's going to be Lawrence County Christ, all of Christian County now is in the 29th and then McDonald and and Barry County. Um, Senator Moon needs to hear from you simply because um, he needs to know that the people of his district support 
support his actions in, uh, in, in, um, in filing this bill, that, that, that he has the support of the people. And folks, that is critical. That is important. Um, this is a hard stand to take. Believe me, it's a hard stand to take because there's a lot of opposition to this um, type of a bill, even among so-called conservatives and Republicans in, in the legislature. And so, um, you know, um, this is a hard stand to take. And so Senator Moon needs to hear from, from his people and saying, hey, we support you in this and, and um, you know, we've got your back. And so um, please give him a call. Um, also, in terms of Senate districts, um, Curtis Trent, who uh, the senator from the 20th district, um, he was uncontested in, in the election uh, last week, uh, won the, um, the, the Senate District 20 seat, which goes now from Webster County through Green, through Dade, through Barton County, yeah. clear to the Missouri-Kansas state line. So if you're in that, that line, um, we're talking, um, well, um, it's not the city, of, it doesn't include the city of Springfield proper. It includes Greene County around the city, but the city of Springfield itself is District 30. Um, so if you're in the, the county, in Greene County, in the county uh, area, uh, or if you're in Webster County, uh, Rogersville, Seymour, Fordland, um, Dade County, uh, Lockwood, Greenfield, uh, Lamar in Barton, um, you know, um, Senator uh, Trent's gonna be your Senator. And again, I had lunch with, with Senator Trent just about two weeks ago, and um, he is uh, he's supportive. Um, he he told me um, over lunch that uh, you know that the Senate bill that would be introduced uh, would be a bill which uh, which he believed that he would give his be able to give his full support to. So again, he needs to hear though from constituents that uh, you would like for him to, to get on that and uh, support it and put his name on it, all right? Um, other Senate districts, uh, Jill Carter, again, um, you know, prevails in the 32nd, which is the, uh, the Jasper and Neosho uh, County area, Joplin, Neosho. Well, it's Jasper Newton County, excuse me. Um, the cities would be Joplin, Neosho, that would be the major cities, uh, bigger cities in, in, in that district. But again, Senator Carter, um, I've, um, I'm still trying to actually uh, connect with. Um, I do have, um, again, some um, just uh, kind of informal, you know, through the grapevine kind of news that, that she would be supportive of this. Um, but I've not been able to actually um, talk with her yet. I've been trying. And so uh, we, that will happen. We will, we will connect. It's just a matter of time. But anyway, those, uh, those folks that are over in, um, you know, in that area, the 32nd Senate district, uh, she needs to hear from you. I think she's one that, uh, that would be very supportive. Um, Senate district 22, Mary Elizabeth Coleman. She won her race uh, up back uh, last week. Uh, Senate District 22 is on the south side or just to the south of the St. Louis area. Uh, I think it includes Arnold, the city of Arnold, uh, which is just to the south there of St. Louis. And so uh, people, uh, if we've got any listeners that are in Senate District 22, Mary Elizabeth Coleman, um, you know, uh, appears to be a senator who will uh, would, would likely 
uh, be uh, on board and would be supportive. And so she needs to hear from you. And um, we need her support on on the, the Senate abolition bill. All right. So those uh, those right now, Branson, I mean, Branson, Brandon, I'm sorry, I'm thinking I'm still thinking Taney County, Branson, no problem. Um, where we have a lot of support. I mean, and, and you know, I, 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 I um, well, um, there's a lot of abolition support in the Taney, Branson County area. And so, uh, folks, um, I we know you're there uh, and um you know, please uh, be contacting your your new senator Carla Esslinger because she she needs to hear from you. We need her on on this Senate bill. All right, that's going to be filed here within just a few weeks. Uh, so, Brandon, those are you know uh, the the names of reps senators that that I'm aware of right now that have kind of indicated you know through the return of the candidate survey or you know to me personally. Uh, through correspondence or, or through discussions that they would be supportive of abolition bill, um, you know, if introduced into their chamber. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. That's uh, yep. we really do that. It just sounds like we have a better presence and better representation for our, uh, our cause than, than we ever have. So I'm very excited. Yeah, me, me too. I, I, I think so. And, and I was, I was just on the phone with Senator Moon this morning because we're, we're working on, on the, the, the abolition bill, the language of, of the new bill. And um, we were talking about that as well and kind of sharing with one another that, yeah, we're excited because, uh, you know, we, we, we really believe that, um, that there's some momentum right now. And, and I, I really believe that the makeup of, uh, of the Missouri legislature is right now is more favorable, you know, uh, toward, toward abolition and eliminating abortion. And, yeah, we, we were talking that, um, um, you know, we're, we're, we're optimistic that, um, you know, at the very least that, that the, the abolition message and cause is going to be moved forward in, in Missouri, um, you know, this, this session. Uh, awesome. So uh, I think, think we've got more of an ear of the legislature than we've had in the past. I agree. Yeah, that's a really, really wonderful thing. And uh, mm -hmm. it, it just what it what it does, though, folks, is it means that um, if we falter, there's a greater chance that it's because of us, because of mm -hmm. our failures on not being consistent and not staying, staying consistent with uh, reaching out, with discipling our leaders, that can't stop. So just because we've got people who say, yeah, I'm, I'm for this, or I'm, I'm willing to be for this does not automatically mean that they will act unless they've been told by their constituents that they, that this is what the, the people want. They're, they're designed to represent us. Right. So please, please uh, let us not squander uh, this, this opportunity. Yeah, we, we need we need your help. We need all the support we can get people making those phone calls. Uh, you're right, Brandon. Um, you know, um, the people, the, the legislators, they have to they have to hear from us. All right. They we, we have to make our voices known and um, a phone call. And, you know, uh, I urge I urge phone calls. All right. I think a phone call goes further than an email. Um, but but a phone call is easy to make. Right. I mean, it's just simply calling your your the office of your rep of your senator and just simply letting them know who you are, that you're a constituent 
And um, they will usually ask you that. Are you a constituent? You, you give your name. I live, you know, in this town, um, you know, West Scroggins, Billings, Billings, Missouri. And then you just tell them why you're calling. And it's usually that fast. It's that simple. And um, but at least, you know, you're you're letting your voice be heard. And they know that they have constituents out there that want them to give attention to this issue. All right. And that's that's what they've got to hear. And so, um, yep, we need we need all the help that we can get. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I'm I'm again, I'm hopeful, but I'm it's a cautious hope because it's a hope that's dependent upon upon us to do our job. Uh, Wes, mm-hmm. any anything else? Um, thank you so much for walking through all that. I know it was a lot, folks. I'll try to put as much of it as I can in the show notes. And uh, and certainly uh, this is although it's it's uh, just names and numbers. This is really important stuff for us to know and be equipped with. So I hope that you've been able to. Uh, uh, pay attention and, and and get fired up about the possibilities that lie ahead of us here. But Wes, anything else before we before we head out that you'd want to uh, mention or or speak to? Yeah, I've got two things. All right, uh, re- re- real quick. First of all, you know it, it's time it's time for the church to arise. All right, uh, I mean uh, this this is a this is this is spiritual warfare. You know, this is this is a uh, you know it's a spiritual issue. Right. I mean, this is this is a, an issue of evil and, and, and good. And so it's time for the church to arise and to to do its job. Right. And and to hold our our magistrates, our legislators accountable for doing their job and for doing what is right. And, um, you know, making sure that this abomination called abortion doesn't continue in 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 our state right in in our republic of missouri so church uh we're the ones that have to get involved it's it's the church of jesus christ the scripture says that that the power of hell will not you know prevail against right it's not the republican party or anything else it's the church and uh, we need to take the message of god's righteousness and god's justice um to to jefferson city and you can do that with a simple phone call. Secondly, um, and I, I know this is an issue, Brandon. I think I've I've mentioned before that that I that I hate to bring up, um, you know, but it's one of uh, of donations. All right, um, I'm not a fundraiser. That's that's never been my strong, um, you know, a strong uh, quality or, or, or trait of mine. Uh, I'm not a fundraiser, but you know, the fact of the matter is. Um, yeah, AAMO needs some financial support, and it's just it's just the truth. All right, I, I hate to ask for it, but but we do need financial support. It it, it takes money um, to um, you know to lobby these legislators and you know to do the job, the work that, that we're trying to do. And so, if if listeners could give us just a a, a you know a, a small donation. It, it can go a long way. And you, you can easily do that now from our website. If you go to abolishabortionmo.org, you will see uh, an option, a donate button, all right, uh, on our website. And you can, through that, um, through that portal, just clicking on that button, you can, can give us a, a donation, if you will. And um, again, um, you know, I, I hate to even ask people for that. Um, you know, um, well, I don't. <laughs> okay. Well, I, 
but 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 we 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 need it. And we do. So, we absolutely. So you know, people will it. people will pay for Netflix and they'll pay they'll yeah. pay for their coffee every morning. Um, and so uh, yeah, yeah, I you know don't want to heap any wrong guilt on people, but absolutely, uh, folks, it, it, what we're trying to do, uh, if we want to grow it, if we want to make it better, and I'm not talking about this podcast. I'm talking about saving babies' lives. Uh, yeah. The podcast is plenty fine. We don't need money for this podcast. We need money to to help. Uh, people have time to help people have the materials uh, to help people to help us as an organization have uh, greater access to uh, technology that that helps us spread this message more all of that takes dollars it just takes uh, dollars and 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 so for every one of you who's listening uh, if, if you care about this if you care about this subject this this issue this this holocaust at all then i would ask you to uh, deeply consider uh, giving i'm not like wes said we're not trying to lay a number or anything like that uh, and certainly we would never tell somebody who is destitute to uh, spend their money on that but otherwise yeah please donate we need it yep. so be greatly appreciated I, I feel like if, if I can, you know, you can be good cop. No problem, Wes. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't mind folks. We need money. Yeah. Any, yeah. any organization to thrive and function needs money. And there are not many more just causes than this one. Right. Yeah. Well said. Very well said. Thank you. Yeah. No problem. No problem. And anything else, anything else? That's all I have. All right. uh, again, just uh, everyone, please, please get involved. Um, you know, sign up for our newsletter. Uh, we're hoping to get that newsletter started again um, here within just a couple of weeks um, for for newsletters to go out. And and once that happens, the plan is to to send it out regularly, meaning uh, you know every probably every two weeks. Um, and again, uh, we will provide updates in that as to what's happening with, uh, you know, with the legislation. And so um, if you want to stay up to date, sign up for the newsletter and um, please get involved. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Well, Wes, thank you again. This has been very informative and helpful. And uh, I think that our listeners will find, find that that's the case as well. And uh, as we always say, this has been the Abolish Abortion Missouri podcast where we truly believe children are a heritage from the Lord and we are working toward the immediate and total abolition of abortion in Missouri. We're working toward it this legislative session. So help us out, folks. We, we love babies. We thank you so much for listening, but so much more than listening, we ask you to like, to subscribe to this podcast, our newsletter, but more than all of that even, share uh, share what it is we're doing share this podcast share uh, the news of abolition share our website and, and then now that we're into the session uh, or that we're, we're, we've made it past the elections we also say more than any of that call call your leaders tell them to be on the lookout for abolition bills speak to them about what it is and encourage them and, and plead with them to uh, actually stand for equal protection for all of Missouri citizens, uh, especially our preborn neighbors. So uh, we thank you again for your time and for listening, and we, we thank you in advance for all the work that you're going to be doing to help us. As we always say, abortion must be abolished. Abortion must be abolished.